Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating dietitian and embodiment coach, and I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be short, sweet, and value-packed goodie for you. This topic is one that I get asked about all the time and also help coach my clients through regularly. And that topic is how to tell the difference between emotional hunger versus physical hunger. So let's start off with defining these two terms. What do they even mean? Because we want to start there before we, you know, dive into how to really tell the difference between them and what this means for your relationship with food. So let's start off with physical hunger first, because this one might be a little easier for us to think about. Physical hunger is what people think about when they think hunger in general. This is basically just what happens when your body is biologically and physiologically hungry. It needs food. It needs nourishment. It needs energy. It needs nutrients. And the way that you give your body that is by eating food. The feeling of physical hunger is basically your body's way of communicating its needs to you. Hunger cues are your body asking you for food, simply put. (laughs) Now, it might be difficult for you to hear and understand your hunger cues if you've been really disconnected from them for years and years. Thanks, diet culture, for that one. But you're not alone in that. So if you feel like you are in that place of being disconnected from your hunger cues and you just don't know how to listen to them, you don't know how to hear them, you don't know what they are like, you're so, so not alone. And that's part of this whole food freedom journey and improving your relationship with food. So if you're unsure what hunger actually feels like to you, that's something not to stress about right now. It will take time to regain that clarity. But if you want to talk about it in general, so you kind of have an idea, people typically think um, of that like growling tummy as a sign of physical hunger, which that totally is and is a valid physical hunger cue. But there are so many more signs of physical hunger, such as your you know, energy dipping, maybe some like sensations in your throat, a change in mouthfeel, low concentration, lack of focus, headaches, irritability, aka that hangry feeling, or even just increased thoughts about food. Yes, thinking about food can be a physical 
hunger cue, which is a little one that's like a little more tricky for us to distinguish if that's actually physical hungry hunger or something else. But that is what physical hunger is. It's the biological hunger that your body needs energy, your body needs nutrients from food, and it's communicating that to you. That's physical hunger. So emotional hunger, let's get into this juicy stuff here. Why we're really listening to this episode is to learn about emotional hunger. Emotional hunger is, of course, different from physical hunger. You know how we were just talking about how physical hunger is your body communicating its need for energy via food to you? Well, emotional hunger is a term that we can use that describes how your system is communicating to you an emotional need that it has. An emotional need, not a physical food need. (laughs) It's an emotional need. It's not that you need food. It's that your emotional well-being needs tending to. But this is where it gets maybe a little tricky and kind of confusing. And it really does actually get confused for actual physical hunger. Why? There are a couple of reasons. So first, we may not be confident in the sensations and cues of physical hunger. So any kind of uncomfortable sensation that we have, we may think that is physical hunger happening, but it may not, that may not be the case. It could be just discomfort from feeling emotional, right? We can feel that in our bodies too. So that could be, you know, one of the reasons. And another reason that's really common is that we, you know, use food to cope with our emotions. Food can become that easy, quote unquote, easy thing to reach for that soothes our negative feelings. But really, it only helps in the short term. And you will know that all too well if you're someone that experiences emotional eating. So really, it may just become a habit that when an uncomfortable emotion comes up, we just take that as a sign to grab food because we've made it a pattern that our brain believes. So maybe the pattern in our brain is, you know, feel uncomfortable in whatever way that may be equals grab food equals feel better. And then that creates a habit loop. And our body takes that as, okay, my path from feeling uncomfortable to feeling better, maybe that's grabbing food and eating food. And it just is this habit that we've created and it's hard to get out of. And I know that this can be beyond frustrating, especially if you're someone who also struggles with binge eating and overeating. It feels really, really frustrating. But the good news is you can learn skills and tools to help you better differentiate between physical and emotional hunger. And this will help you to really take charge of your eating habits instead of feeling like food has the power over you. So how can we start to notice if we're feeling physically hungry or emotionally hungry? What is the difference here? What can we look out for? I'm going to go through just some like a list, I guess, I that I have of some signs to look out for when you're trying to figure out if you're experiencing emotional hunger versus physical hunger. So I'm going to go through physical hunger first, and then I'm going to go through emotional hunger. 
I do have these written out for you in the show notes of this episode, just so you can take a glance at it, because I know sometimes it's helpful to just like look at these point form things side by side. Um, I know my brain likes to take in information that way. So I will have that for you in the full show notes of this episode if you would rather look at it and read it side by side. But I'm going to go through each one point form (laughs) for you here in the episode too. So first off, physical hunger. I've got five signs to look for for each of these. Physical hunger comes on gradually. So it may not, you know, just jump up and like, whoa, I'm physically hungry. Maybe it might feel like that, but more often than not, it comes on a little more gradually. Like we have like really subtle hunger cues and then we have stronger hunger cues. And again, if you're not used to paying attention to those or if you don't know what they feel like, you may not really notice the nuanced subtle hunger cues yet, but this is part of physical hunger. And the more comfortable you get with it, the more you notice how gradually it does come on. And then Another sign of physical hunger is that you, when you have physical hunger, you feel a little more open to eating a variety of different foods. And something I really want to note here when I say that, because a typical diet culture thought, or I don't know if we want to call it motivation, but diet culture phrase, if you will, that comes up is, you know, if you don't want an apple or a carrot, then you're not hungry. (laughs) That's just not freaking true. I really want to throw that out there. That is not at all what I mean by this, you know, feeling open to eating a variety of different foods. You do not need to want the quote unquote healthy foods that diet culture makes us believe we should want if we're actually hungry. If you don't want a carrot, if you don't want an apple, you could still very well be hungry. Those things just probably won't satisfy you uh, anyways on their own. So I just wanted to throw that in there because if you've heard that diet culture phrase before, it might be one that's stuck in your mind. So let's let that go. (laughs) That's not true. But with physical hunger, you may have that more openness to have a variety of different foods. It's not like super specific. Also with physical hunger, it doesn't feel urgent. It doesn't feel, well, unless you're at the point where you're at an extreme level of hunger, like you've let your hunger go too long or you've ignored it for too long, then yeah, okay, it might feel urgent at that point. But generally speaking, physical hunger is not like, oh my God, I need it right now. Like it has to be right now or never. It doesn't quite feel like that. It's more like, okay, yeah, I could could eat now. That kind of feeling. Physical hunger also comes along with more of the physical bodily sensations of hunger. So things like that lack of focus, the different sensations in your stomach, maybe a growling tummy, feeling low energy, that kind of stuff. Those more physical sensations, maybe it's throat, maybe it's mouth, maybe whatever. That's more physical hunger type stuff. Not always, right? None of this is hard, fast rules, but just generally speaking. And then the last point I have for you for physical hunger is that it is satisfied with the having the feeling of fullness via eating a meal or snack. So when you have food, when you're feeling or experiencing physical hunger, you feel satisfied and content through eating a meal or a snack and getting to a comfortable level of fullness, right? You're good. 
once you've satisfied that physical need for food, you feel good. You feel content. And we'll talk about what the difference is for emotional hunger now. So same thing. Again, these are side by side in the show notes, but I'm going to go through kind of the same things, but the flip side for emotional hunger and how you can maybe start to look for the differences with emotional hunger for yourself. So with emotional hunger, it comes on more suddenly. (laughs) Like it just kind of happens. You're like, Mm. Okay, there that is. I need that now. Especially if, say, you had a stressful day and you get a moment to yourself at the end of the day, you like instantaneously have this need for food because you've maybe had a really stressful time, right? It comes on pretty suddenly in that way. Another thing to look for for emotional hunger is that you might be craving a specific food. And really what often happens here with emotional hunger is that you can think of what you think of like comfort foods or fun foods. Those are typically the ones that people will go for because it gives us more of a, you know, relaxed, satisfied feeling that we get through food because those are like tasty foods, right? And you might have a really specific one. Maybe you're like, oh, I need the chips. It has to be the chips or it has to be the chocolate or cookie or whatever it is or ice cream. (laughs) Maybe any of those things are just examples that pop into my mind, but it's more of like a specific craving that you might get or a specific kind of food group craving. Often the ones that you've placed off limits, (laughs) right? So if you haven't made peace with foods yet, like all foods, these more specific cravings with emotional hunger would likely be the foods that you have mental restrictions with. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Then another point, uh, you know, on the flip side with emotional hunger is that emotional hunger feels more urgent. It's that feeling of, I need to eat that food and I need to eat that food right now, right? And I don't know why this example popped into my mind, but like, If it's a Snickers bar and that, you know, that Snickers bar is in the cupboard and you just like, you're having a day and you're like, I need that. (laughs) I need that Snickers bar immediately or else (laughs) feels a lot more urgent in that way. Another difference with emotional hunger is that it does not come along with those physical feelings of hunger. So you wouldn't have like the growling tummy or the change in mouthfeel or um, like your energy is dipping because you are hungry. Those types of physical feelings that we get when we're experiencing physical biological hunger doesn't necessarily come along with this, right? So I think that's that's kind of a given, but that would be a telltale sign if you're used to or you know those physical hunger feelings for yourself. That could be something to look for. The lack of those physical hunger cues is maybe part of the clues pointing towards emotional hunger. And then the last point on emotional hunger is that eating food never really leaves you feeling satisfied right? I think we've all been there. If we've reached for something out of emotional needs or reached for food out of emotional needs and we go for that food and we have it, then we're like, ugh, I still don't feel satisfied. What can I have next? And then you go back to the cupboard and back to the cupboard and back to the freezer and back to the pantry again and again, and you're just never satisfied, but then you're uncomfortably full. 
that could be a sign that it is emotional hunger that you're experiencing, not physical hunger. Mind you, if it's the fun foods that you're reaching for, they aren't very substantial per se in terms of having like a well-balanced snack or meal that may leave you feeling physically satiated. Like they don't have the staying power that your body may be asking for. If you're just having those alone, there's nothing wrong with having them, but just saying like, if it's that kind of physical satiation, like how do I explain this? Cause I know it's complicated. For example, backtracking, if you're physically hungry and you just reach for chips, you may not actually feel complete satisfaction or fullness from just those chips either. (laughs) And now here's where we get into the nuance of this whole conversation, don't we? But that's something that is important to keep in mind, but you would likely feel that fullness or satisfaction more so with physical hunger by eating food than you would with emotional hunger. So say you do have maybe a more balanced snack or something like that with emotional hunger, you're just like still not satisfied. You're like, "Uh uh-uh, I need something else because you're looking for soothing from those emotional needs, not a need that's going to be found in the nutrients or energy you're getting from food. So hopefully that all makes sense. Again, side-by-side comparison of these points in the show notes for you to look at. Um, But I hope that gives you a good explanation of some things to look for when you're trying to differentiate between the two. And to deepen this for you a little bit more, I have some questions that you can use to ask yourself to identify this emotional hunger versus physical hunger. So just keep these in your back pocket. You can refer back to them and they'll help you to understand more about yourself and guide your eating choices. So first question, or I guess maybe set of questions, um, what sensations am I feeling right now? Can you identify those? Are they more related to the physical hunger cues or are they more related to the emotional discomfort that you may be feeling? Right? And you can write these down if you would like to and keep them to refer back to. And the second question is, how long has it been since you last ate? Could that be a clue to point towards you being physically hungry or not? Because if it has been a while, if it's been a few hours, signs point to you probably need some food. (laughs) We need to eat consistently throughout the day, roughly every three to four hours. Um, That's just a general rule of thumb. But if it's been a while since you last ate, maybe you are physically hungry, right? So that's a question to ask. And then another question, third question is, am I experiencing any big emotions right now? Just get curious, no judgment, just see what comes up. And then my last question for you is, what is it that you feel like you need in this moment? what could that be? And if you don't know, maybe just guess and then go ahead and try that thing. So those are my questions for you. Hopefully those help. Maybe journal on them, reflect on them, whatever way you want to use them, things to refer back to. And if you're leaning more towards from, you know, this exploration, kind of getting curious, if you're leaning more towards thinking you're experiencing physical hunger, go on ahead and have a satisfying meal or snack 
But if you're leaning more towards thinking you're experiencing emotional hunger, maybe you visit your emotional coping toolbox and choose an activity to try that may help you to positively cope with your emotions. And I also have a whole blog post for you that goes through um, the five tips I have for dealing with emotional eating that you can check out if you're interested And then what happens here if you can't tell which one it is, (laughs) if you're still not able to tell if you're experiencing emotional hunger or physical hunger, don't stress. It's okay. It will absolutely take practice to get more confident and comfortable with identifying these different sensations. Also, a very important note that I want to leave you with here as we wrap out this episode is that there is no right or wrong here, meaning that if you have a hunch that you're experiencing the emotional hunger, you can still absolutely choose to eat food. Identifying emotional hunger is not a rule that you're stopping yourself from having food. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Even if you're not for sure physically hungry, you're always allowed to have and enjoy any food at any time. Part of finding food freedom is knowing that there are no rules. Even though I know, I know, having no rules may seem so scary, and that's normal, of course. It felt scary for me too. But with that freedom comes the empowerment of being in the driver's seat of your relationship with food. And that's what this is all about. Getting your autonomy back to make food decisions when you want to make them and know that the food is not in control anymore. You're in control and you can make whatever choice you want with no rules, whatever feels best to you in that moment, and then just continue on from there. No stress, no guilt, no rules, just living, (laughs) really, just living. But I know that this topic of emotional hunger versus physical hunger is a confusing one. So I hope this cleared things up for you. If you have any further questions about this topic, or if you have any topic requests for me, I would love for you to send me a DM on Instagram at the intuitive nutritionist, and I would be so happy to connect with you. So Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Intuitively You podcast. I am so grateful that you're here listening always. And if you do want to take some next steps on your food freedom journey, there are lots of options and ways that you can do that. I have a completely free why do you binge eat quiz that will help you figure out what's keeping you stuck in the binge eating cycle and holding you back from actually experiencing food freedom the most at this time. So you can head to the show notes and take that free quiz. And then also, of course, I have my highly supportive binge eating group coaching program, Embodied Food Freedom. It's designed to help you take all the steps you need so that you can really truly embody your version of food freedom. And this program is getting a little bit of a revamp for the fall of 2023. So be sure to stay tuned for more on that and more on you know, what changes are coming to the program, what it's going to be looking like. I'm super excited. I'm in like planning phase for this for you right now. Um, I love Embodied Food Freedom. I've been running it for quite some time now and it's really like 
I don't know, a baby of mine of a program. It's something that I've watched so many folks and women transform their relationship with food inside. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to continually, you know, take feedback and listen to your needs and make it exactly what it needs to be to help you the best possible way that it can and that I can. So I'm really excited for that. You can also head to a link in the show notes if you want to get on the wait list to be the first to hear about what changes are coming to Embodied Food Freedom and get first dibs on snagging spot. So that will be happening end of summer, early fall 2023. But I would urge you to get on the wait list now so you will get all that info delivered straight to your inbox when I have it ready for you. So that is all from me today in this episode. Happy exploring your physical hunger and emotional hunger. I wish you the best of luck and I will chat with you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.